What think about me? If I got a motherfucker problem, I'ma address the motherfucking issue. True. Coming live in motherfucking direct. You feel me? If you know me, you know me, man. I'm that laid back type of nigga. You know a nigga like me ain't really got problems with a lot of motherfuckers. You feel me? True. Unless that particular individual got a problem with me. You feel me? I mean, shit. That's when shit get real. You feel me? I was gonna try to, you know, stick to the AI, but today I happened to see this police officer who shot the black guy in the back seven times. The cops casually, not even casually, just shot the guy in the back seven times. Didn't flinch, didn't stop, didn't think, oh, one shot should be good enough. No, two shots should be good enough. Nah, 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 two's not good enough. Three shots should get it done. Mm -mm. Three shots not enough. Four shots. Maybe this guy down four shots. Nah, nah, he's still standing up. Five shots. Man, five shots not enough. I see his kids in the back seat. Maybe I should let give him a couple more shots so his kids can understand too. Give him another shot. Six shots. No. Oh, hold on. He got three infants in this car? Let's give him one more shot. Let's traumatize these kids. Let's give him one more shot. Seven shots. And you telling me that he gets fucking administrative leave? What the fuck is wrong with America? Behold, Simmy. Life. Real life. A thing that we have been denied for far too long. Tell me, who are you? What? By the God, you dumb creature. Bow down to your master. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! It is you! I cannot believe it! Believe it. <laughs> Kiss my convent. I-T-S-E-T. The unspoken, unspoken trace of humanity. Good morning, my neighbors! In this podcast right here, today I want to talk about current events. I want to share some information that I came across. Um, I want to share my thoughts on some of the things that's going on. And um, I just want to ask you guys to share your thoughts and, you know, and comments down below. So moving it forward. First off, let's go ahead and start off with current events. A few months back, George Floyd was murdered on television. The cop put his knee on his neck for eight minutes or so uh, and literally just killed him right there in front of everyone. I'm still a bit upset with that because it doesn't really matter if it's a police um, or a fireman or a judge or even the fucking president. What made me upset about watching that George Floyd is people knew this guy was dying. They knew the police was killing him. And people filmed it. They yelled at them. But no one took it upon themselves to go and push the police officer off of George Floyd. But instead, when all the protesting came around, it seems like everyone takes it upon themselves to take action, to go break a window, steal stuff out of a store, and of course we have the agitators coming into neighborhoods and agitating this stuff and turn down or burning down black people's neighborhoods, you know, and so of course we're gonna always have the infiltrator, you know, there's always an infiltrator. But again, why didn't anyone just say, you know what, fuck filming, Fuck screaming, I'm about to go do something. Is it fear? It could be fear. But at the end of the day, what I do know is no one is doing this shit for free. Police are not doing this for free. Yeah, they might be getting shits and giggles out of it. They might be having fun, especially the, the, the white supremacist cops. You know, the, the gang. You know, it was discovered that there's a gang in the in the police department. So maybe the gang is getting shit, you know, laughs out of it and they don't give a fuck if they get paid or not because they're getting to kill black people and people of color. But at the end of the day, this is not like volunteer work. It's a job. What job have you ever had that you took so serious that you're willing to kill someone for absolutely no reason? I mean, maybe you worked at Burger King. There was a guy who worked at Burger King who got shot and killed. Why? Because a lady, a white woman, came through drive-thru and her food took longer than she wanted it to. 
And so she went back and forth with the drive through guy, told him, Well, I haven't called my boyfriend. He's going to come up here and He comes up there. They get into a scuffle. He shot the little guy in the chest. Guy was already a convicted felon. Now he's gone for good. For what? A Burger King? I worked at Burger King. It ain't shit at Burger King worth killing nobody for. The chicken nuggets, the chicken patty, the BK broiler, the burgers itself. None of that food is good. I mean, it's, it's okay. I ain't gonna lie. But it's not worth dying over. That's for sure. That's 100% sure. There's a lot of beef when you work for the king. This is the moment for the X in your tree. Your money, watch it grow. Know your role, be the king or the queen. Crop the thieves of the hood. Stock is cheese, it's looking good. It's time to shine. I think you should click and get robbed. This message was brought to you by ITS Radio. The host or any other guests on the show are responsible for any action you decide to make. Be responsible, be knowledgeable, be prosperous. So we got the George Floyd that came through. When George Floyd took place, you know, a lot of corporations, a lot of people in the world, a lot of Europeans got on board. Say no to police brutality. Right? Got on board. We support Black Lives Matter. Right? Spray painted on the streets, putting it on the NBA basketball court, putting it on commercials. But why aren't the police supporting Black Lives Matter? Why don't they believe Black Lives Matter? You got all these corporations coming out here saying, Hey, Black Lives Matter. matter you got matter, politicians matter. out there saying, Hey, Black Lives matter matter, matter. matter. You got a lot of the world out there saying, Hey, Black Lives Matter. matter, matter. Now, I know me just saying that three times. If you're not a person who supports Black Lives Matter, that probably ate away at your core because you don't have a soul. So I can't say it ate away at your soul because you have no soul. But to hear me say Black Lives Matter three times, some of these white supremacists out here are fucking flipping. Black Lives Matter? What? 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 If Black Lives Matter, all lives lives matter. matter. Hmm. Well, Black Lives are saying, hey, all lives are mattering. Black Lives Matter is basically saying all lives matter, including Black Lives. But for some reason, someone's like, Black Lives Matter? Matter? That's not right. Right. I was listening to someone, and they made a very good point to about these people who go around saying all lives matter and blue lives matter and whatever else, you know. They said, could you imagine going to a cancer rally and they're chanting heart cancer survivors lives matter and then someone in a group is saying athletes foot matter matter what the fuck why are we talk- why are you screaming out athletes feet matter we're not even talking about athletes foot we're talking about people who survive from cancer right now why are you shouting out something that's non-relevant right now right go to a a damn athletes foot rally and check that out there alright Where's the logic? Where's the logic? All baby lives matter. matter. And you go around talking about my dog lives matter. Matter. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Come on. What is your issue? Really, what is your issue? Like I said on Twitter, just come out and say my racism matters. Just say that. Don't even say all lives matter. Don't say blue lives matter. Just say. My racism matters. So moving forward, here in the most recent news, there is a cop in Kenosha, Wisconsin, I believe. A bicycle cop at that. They came to find out he was a bicycle cop. He was really trying to get in on the action. I think it was two cops. Might be more than one cop. But I watched the video. And from... The information I gathered, you know, there's always two sides of a story, but from the information I gathered, the guy was at the location, he elected to go to the store, he was there barbecuing or something like that, cooking out, left to go to the store, came back, there was two females in a fight, this is one version, in a fight, he broke up the fight, and, you know, and that was that, and then you get into the scene with the police, 
uh, I don't want to go forward because I want to bring out the other perk version, which was they said that uh, him and some female had got into it. So he had put his kids in the car and started going back to the house. Don't really know the scenario. Don't really know. To be honest with you, in this scenario, in this kid situation, it doesn't really matter, does it? It does not matter. Why doesn't it matter? Well, because when you watch the video, there's like four or five cops outside. This guy is walking, not running. He's not skipping. Matter of fact, he's so calm that as he's walking, he's not even looking back. Most people, when they got stuff on their mind or they're trying to do something, they're going to be walking and looking back to make sure nobody, you know, he wasn't even looking back. He had three kids in the car. Right? If he broke up a fight, if he if that's if that story is true, if he just broke up a fight between two women, and he had three children in the car, I highly doubt he was going to go do anything malicious. Highly doubt it. He just broke up a fight of two females. And he got his three kids in the car. Now I was told, or I was I did hear that he had told one of his kids to recently just get in the car. So maybe one of the women fighting was like his baby mama. I don't know. But what I do know is, again, those cops, four of them, was pointing a gun at him as he was walking toward his car. Some people are like, well, you don't know what he was going to go grab at the car. No, I don't know what he was going to go grab at the car. Hell, he could have got his keys at the car, for all I know. What I do know is, four cops could have easily tackled him. Easily tackled him. Easily pulled out the taser. It's a fucking, he's walking, he's not a threat, his back is to you. Easily just tased him, if it was that crucial. Easily just tackled him before he got the car for y'all, if it was that crucial. But instead this guy yanks him by the, by, the, by the back of his shirt, trying to pull him back out of the car, and then just casually, just casually, just shoots him in the back. Not worrying about if blood splattering on you. you watch, not worrying if blood is splattering anywhere. Don't care if the book is the bullets ricocheted and hit the babies in the in the in the car. Don't give a fuck. So my question is, why the hell do we give a fuck about what's going on with these police? Why do we care about if they get defunded? Why do we care about if they lose their fucking jobs? Why are they even protected by the unions? What job in the world is allowed to do this kind of stuff? Well, you it's taxpayer money. Or uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the unions are paying them. But who's paying the fucking unions? All I want to know is who's paying these cops when they go on vacation. You kill somebody and you still get paid. Who's paying them? At one, at one point, I promise you, at one point, it's just going to get so bad that these police officers think they're going to get away with this shit. You better hope no one finds your people's. Because it's going to get to the point to where people are going to start attacking back. And if they can't flat out just attack you, then they probably will start going after your loved ones just like you're preying on their loved ones. And now to breaking news to Camden County. Police officers targeted in an attack on their home. Let's get right to Eyewitness News reporter Kim Davis in Camden where police just asked for the public's help. Kimberly. Jess, that's right. That press conference wrapped up moments ago, and Camden County officials are describing the suspects as, quote, scumbag thugs. They tell the community that they are on the lookout for whoever is responsible for targeting the home of two police officers with their newborn baby right inside. Take a listen. The press conference again just wrapped up moments ago. Camden County Police Department responded to this residence and it was struck multiple times. We located seven spent shell casings on the scene, and the house was struck six times with the bullets penetrating the interior of the house. Thank God the officers and their baby were un uninjured. Now, thankfully, police were able to find that 1998 Honda Odyssey that the suspects were driving. Unfortunately, they still don't know who is responsible for targeting the home of these police officers. Federal investigators are now involved in this investigation, including the DEA and FBI. So that's that. You know, shot this guy like seven times, eight times in the back, point blank, got administrative leave, paid vacation, didn't get fired, didn't go to jail, none of that. 
I'm telling the world. Hold these motherfuckers responsible. You say you're not racist, right? Let's, let's get off of these Karens and Darens for a second. Are you racist? No, I'm not racist. No. I have four black friends. All right? Goodness gracious. You know, Ice Cube posted something on Twitter called, it was like a, what you call, infograph? But it was basically something that said, becoming anti-racist. And it has like three zones. Zone one is fear, it's called fear zone. And in zone one, you deny racism is a problem. So you're going around saying all lives matter? You're in zone one. You avoid hard questions. So if you don't want to talk about reparations and paying back for free labor, you're like, well, where the money going to come from? Where the money going to come from? Well, didn't they just print three trillion dollars at the fucking air? Where did, where did that money come from? So the same place that money came from is the same place reparations can come from. After all, the people who are printing the money made off pretty much the, made the most out of slavery, I'm pretty sure. Another part of the fear zone is I strive to be comfortable. You don't want to know about it. You don't want to see it on TV. You don't want to hear about it on social media. It makes you feel uncomfortable. Makes you feel like that black person who's driving down the road at 10 o'clock at night ain't got shit going wrong. Except a police just follows and tells them. Now all of a sudden they got an uncomfortable feeling behind themselves. I don't wanna call it fear. It's just uncomfortable. Cause you never know when they come fuck with you. And the last part of the fear zone is, I talk to others who look and think like me. Mm-hmm. You can't handle a hard conversation can't have a hard conversation. Becoming anti-racist. That's the fear zone. Are you in the fear zone? What about the learning zone? Have you kind of like weaseled your way out of the fear zone? And kind of like now you're kind of like playing around in the learning zone? What is the learning zone? The learning zone is I can recognize racism is a present and current problem. Hmm. Sounds like Corporate America and the American as a whole is starting to step out of the fear zone and into the learning zone. They can recognize racism and they can see it as a current problem. Seems like a lot of people in the U.S. are just now getting into the learning zone. The next one is I seek out questions that make me feel uncomfortable or make me uncomfortable. So you ask those hard questions. What does Black Lives Matter really mean? What are they asking America to do? What is produce police brutality? How is it just one-sided? Or is it? What is the war on drugs? How did that affect the black community compared to the white community and the rest of the world? What is the reason y'all asking for reparations? I don't really know your history. What happened to your ancestors that would warrant someone to get paid for their labor? What did they do? They didn't get no money? They built what? The White House. They didn't get paid for building the White House? Oh, you gotta be kidding me. I understand my own privilege in ignoring racism i've asked this question a lot you know if your grandfather your great great grandfather and my great great grandfather both went to the store they both came around the corner at the same time my grandfather had a powerball and your grandfather had a lottery ticket and they bumped each other coming around the corner and your great granddad picked up both tickets and said both of them was his. Now, I mean, we're talking about great great granddaddies here, so obviously we, there was no segregation going on right now. So if a white man comes around and says, Well, this nigga stole my lottery ticket, chances are that lottery ticket is gone forever now. Won't be getting it back. You're right. That's how grimy 
That's how grimy these white supremacists are. And then lo and behold, the lottery ticket that he stole, the Powerball ticket that he stole, hit. And he made off like a fat cat. And he didn't get the money back to the great-grand-grandfather. No, no, no. He passed that shit down to his siblings, his, his children, his grandchildren. And the story was passed down as well. How did great-great-granddaddy get his wealth? Oh, you know, old pappy was ran to the store to get him some backer. And he bumped into old black nigga. And that nigga had a powerball and, you know, pappy. He put a fast one on that nigga. And he stole that powerball and that's how we got our fortune. So, a lot of these people who are privileged, they know how they got their money. They know how they got into where they are. They know how they got their wealth. But to do the right thing is the hard thing. You, if you're going from generation, from generation to generation of having stolen wealth, and now it's your generation and it's your turn to have this wealth, and all of a sudden someone's telling you, sorry, we know you had this wealth in your generation for three years, but it's not yours. Give it back and, you know, start from scratch. Go from living in the suburbs to go living in trailer trash. Who's going to do that? That's the reason why the learning zone is hard. I understand my own privilege in ignoring racism because I don't want to give my shit away. The learning zone. I educate myself about race and structural racism. There's so many people out here who still say, there is no racism. I don't see racism. There is no structural systemic racism. What are you talking about? You don't see it, right? You don't see it. I remember when I first moved down here into, into Tennessee, this part of Tennessee anyway, I got pulled over by police. She pulled me over. Not because I was speeding. Not because I had the wrong signal on. Not because any lights were out. Mm-mm. She pulled me over. I'm already at home. I'm like, well, hell, I'm already at home. I'm always keep on driving until I get to my parking lot, my parking spot, and then, then let her do her thing. I don't need to park on the side of the road. I'm, I'm already at home. Didn't like that one bit. Oh, that made her pissed off. Oh my gosh, she was hot. You know, she was hot. You know what the first thing out of her mouth was? Haven't I pulled you over before? No, ma'am. I just moved up here not even a week ago. I'm sure you haven't pulled me over before. So, can I ask you, why are you pulling me over? Well, give me your license and ID, please. Okay, but why are you pulling me over? Haven't I pulled you over before? Ma'am, you just asked me that question. I just answered it. No, you have not never pulled me over before. Okay, license and registration. Now, then I didn't really want to go back and forth about, hey, have I did anything wrong? What are you citing me for? You know, because I really don't have to show her my ID unless I did something wrong, right? Like, if, unless, I've been, unless I'm being detained, unless I've done something lawfully uh, this is considered unlawful. I don't have to show you my ID. I don't have to identify. And this, that's another problem with these police is that they forget that they are public servants. I don't know who's pumping. What kind of classes are they going to that they forget they, they are the public servant? You are a public, let me say this word again, servant. Another word for saying slave. The same word you were created to patrol. Hell no, nah. ain't going nowhere. Popo looking for me, man, trying to kill me, uh-uh. Stand on the low, low. Oh, say, can't you see what you do to me? Expose the hypocrisy. America's liberty putting up a fight. By the dawn's early light, contemplating should we probably hail to this democracy? Seen the needs repairs. At a standstill, the black and white in the twilight. The bright stars paralyzed to the fight. For taking a meal, rampant for the steel. Everybody's gallantly streaming. The red Buddha's glare bursting in air. 
guns don't kill people. Stupid motherfuckers with guns. Murder kill, murder kill. The flag is shedding the tears, giving proof to the night. The brothers carrying the field, incarcerating the peers. The land of the free has the most prisoners in the world. Didn't you hear? I'm changing my diet. I'm getting healthy, eating the care. The home of the brave drama at his feet in this fear. Francis is the key. He condones slavery. Kept my ancestors. Now you're trying to tell me the same. Out down in mind my own goddamn business. Living ghetto fabulous. I won't mess with nobody. You can't even fuck that up. Enough with this madness. Stop the drama. Earth is the only place we can live. So pay your homage. Promote peace, but far from that daily llama. Black Lives Matter is being screamed at Jeffrey Dahmer. Tell me how these cops gone mad. Are they Hannibal? They bloodthirsty, looking like some cannibals. With men in bath, yeah, death is the minimal. A bunch of savages, Boris the animal. You police, you were created to patrol slaves. And the word servant is another word for slave. Look it up. So being that you are a public slave, you might want to say servant to make it look good, but that's what you are. You work for us. We don't work for you. We're not supposed to be afraid of you. But because we have a society that has a government that is technically the child, but is playing the parent, that child has deputized certain fractions of the government so that it can keep its position as man-child. So they may police one of those fractions. Another part of the learning zone is I am vulnerable about my own biases and knowledge gaps. So it's not really wrong to say I just didn't know. But now I do. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem comes when you say there's nothing going on and I don't want to hear what you got to say. Right? Another part of the learning zone is I listen to others who think and look differently than me. That's how you grow. Get out of your bubble. That's another reason why America is the way it is because a lot of us are not, are not well-traveled. A lot of us haven't left the country. Me, myself, I haven't left the country yet. I do look into a lot of different cultures I can't wait to get out of this country to go and visit other people and hear their points of view because, you know, our news ain't telling us shit about what's going on. It's all propaganda. They give us what they want us to know. You might get it off of YouTube or somewhere else, but not from the mainstream media, right? And then the last zone is called the growth zone. The growth zone has quite a few. Have you grown any during this pandemic? Doing this Black Lives Matter protesting, have you grown? How do you know if you've grown? Well, do you identify how it says this? I identify how I may unknowingly benefit from racism. Do you know how you might unknowingly benefit from racism? You ever went to a bank and got a loan? I promote and advocate for policies and leaders that are anti-racist. Hmm. You voting for, you know who? Which one, right? <laughs> I think both of them fucking racist. Who knows? I sit with my discomfort. Hey, look. It, it's not comfortable breaking down emotional walls. It's not comfortable breaking down emotional knowledge. Emotional knowledge is basically when your mom or your dad or someone you look up to even the government tells you something and then you come to find out that what they told you is not true don't go play with little Johnny well, no, Johnny's a white guy don't go play with little Desmond Desmond is dirty now Desmond might not be dirty at all he's just black right and so because his skin is darker they're gonna make little Johnny think they Desmond is dirty because his skin is a different color. Right? I speak out when I see racism in action. So the next time you see police brutality, the next time you see police overreaching, the next time you see police going on an ego trip, the next time you see police going on just going on just going berserk, speak out. 
The next time you're at a restaurant and you see a little black boy with a sport, a sport shirt on, trying to get inside the restaurant, and they say, "No, sorry, but you can't you can't bring your kid in here because of dress code. We're not allowing any sports sports shirts and you know sneakers and stuff like that." And then you sitting at the table right beside another little white boy who has on a basketball shirt, jersey, sportswear. And like, well, what about that person? How is he in here and you're not letting this black person in here? Give me a re- I want a full refund. I don't want to do anything with your business anymore. The Baltimore restaurant is changing its policy after being called out by a mom who says her son was refused service because of the way he was dressed. But another child who had just finished eating was similarly attired. You telling me we cannot eat here? So unfortunately, we do have a dress code. If you, you know, if you have some non-athletic shorts. But that white kid out there can't be here with his tennis shoes on and his athletic shirt. We allow tennis shoes, but not not athletic shorts and t-shirts. He has one, you, you're telling me that's not an athletic shirt? But you're telling me that little boy who just ate here does not have one an athletic shirt. I'm sorry, I would, love, I would love for you to be able to come back and eat here. The manager sounds as if he's fumbling for an explanation. So it's only his shorts? Only the shorts can't be athletic? The shorts and the t-shirt, yes. And that little kid that was out there with athletic tennis shoes and... We, the, the t-shirt that the little kid was wearing, we don't consider that to be athletic t-shirt. Why? I, honestly, I did not get a good look, but it, it looked like a regular t-shirt. I have a video. Do you want to see it? The restaurant is Uzo Bay, located in Baltimore's popular Inner Harbor. Today, the restaurant is apologizing, saying, this should never have happened. We sincerely apologize to Marcia Grant, her son, and everyone impacted by this painful incident. Two managers were placed on indefinite leave. That's how you do this. If you really own our team, the growth zone. I educate my peers how racism harms our professions. Man, that, that is a great one. I educate my peers how racism harms our profession. I've said this before, working in the healthcare, two caregivers working in a house with three individuals. If one caregiver is neglecting or abusing or anything to the care, stealing from the, from the clients and the other caregiver knows about it but does not report it, they're both found guilty. They both are found guilty. I don't know about other fields and stuff. I'm speaking from personal experience and stuff that I can speak on. I'm pretty sure there's other jobs like that too. But I know for a fact, because I've seen it with my own two eyes. I've witnessed it. I've seen the state do investigations. I've seen other coworkers get in trouble for not saying anything. Educate your peers on how racism harms our profession. If you're a police officer and you go to work every day and you know you have racism in your precinct, why even go outside the precinct that day? Why not just stay at work and start issuing citations to your racist-ass co-workers? Why not start pointing them out so you don't look bad? You're not a bad cop. You say you're not a bad cop, right? Well, point out your brother in blue. He's not really your brother. He's really a wolf. Are you a wolf as well? If you're not a wolf, you'll point him out. For some reason, though, these cops are saying, "Oh, we're on our, we're, you know, we're not, we're not all bad." Well, I don't, I don't think I've seen an operation yet. I haven't seen Operation Steam raid all the fucking police officers. Just start locking up the people you know who are racist. They got social media. It's not like you can't monitor them. Every time we catch one of these fucking police doing some shit in the street. People are going back to their social media like, hey, look here, a red flag. So it's not like y'all don't have, and y'all don't have ways to find out at least some of the motherfuckers in your, in your, in your group that are not really a part of your team. The Philadelphia Police Department has taken 72 officers off the street because of social media posts described as racist, sexist, and violent. They were recently revealed by a watchdog group that revealed thousands of posts from police officers around the country. Errol Barnett is in Philadelphia. What are the consequences that these officers may face? 
Well, Tony, we're about to find out. The police commissioner here says that none of the 72 officers involved in all of this have been punished just yet, but he does expect several dozen of them will be. They'll face consequences, which could include dismissal. Meanwhile, the Philly PD is conducting its own internal review of some 3,000 social media posts that may violate department policy. Of all the issues that we have to deal with, this is one we certainly could have done without. Philadelphia Police Commissioner Richard Ross is taking action. Nearly three weeks after the release of thousands of offensive social media posts allegedly linked to more than 300 officers in his department. 72 officers have been placed in administrative duty. It really makes me sick because we are in a position to know better. The team of lawyers and activists with the Plainview Project revealed their findings. After painstakingly reviewing the Facebook pages of 3,500 current and former police officers in eight departments from Arizona to Florida to Philadelphia. One user writes, it's a good day for a chokehold. Don't feel like playing with the animals tonight, writes another. And a third posts an image that says death to Islam. Not part of your team, right? They hurt in your profession and you ain't doing nothing about it because either you're a part of it or you condone it. But don't say you're a good person and you ain't doing nothing within your own job to stop it. Another part of the growth zone is I don't let mistakes deter me from being better. Look, we're not all perfect. We all going to make mistakes. We all have our prejudices, you know, so, you know, just being able to catch yourself. Oh, back in the day, you know, just being able to catch yourself. It's showing that you've grown. I yield positions of power to those otherwise marginalized. Hmm. Could you do that? No. Today's time, that's another thing I want to ask too, though, because I was watching Comedy Hype on YouTube and... They had a panel with two ladies and and Pierre and some other black guy. Pierre is the guy, is the little light skinned dude who played in Baps. You know, he was Holly Berry's pimp, pretty much. All right, uh, and they were going back and forth, and they was asking like, you know, what should what should happen? You know, the one black guy host was like, if black cops go out shooting white people, then maybe something will change. But they're not going to change. They're going to keep shooting us. And Pierre was like, but then what? But then what? You know, and they were looking at him like, man, have you ever, how you ever been harassed by cops? You know, that's how they were looking at him. They asked him the question. He's like, he thought about it like, no, I haven't really been wrongfully accused for anything. So then they were pointing out like, you know, that's people, that's the reason why. But he's like, I understand where he's coming from too. Like what? You know, you go, you go and retaliate and you get your revenge. Then what? I get that. I do get that. Because what is the end result? What is the end result? White people have done so many horrendous things to the world, not just black people. White people have done a lot of shit to a lot of people. So everybody wants their revenge, pretty much. It's the Asians, man, y'all talk to fucking nuke on them. You know they want their revenge. The Africans, you slaughtered us and got free labor out of us. You know we want our revenge. I mean, Nazis are pretty much white too, right? They did it same, same, same thing over there to the current Jews, right? What do you mean the current Jews? I ain't, I ain't, I ain't politically correct. I ain't, I ain't Nick Kenyon either. So they did a lot of stuff to a lot of people. And a lot of people want revenge. But at the end of the day, what is next? How do we break this cycle of I'm going to be in power and, 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 and put everybody down? First, it's going to be the black race. Then the black race lost to the albino race. And the albino race turned into the Caucasian race. Then the Caucasian race, Asian race. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, what are we going to do? What is the end result? How do we end this? Racism and all that. How do we end it? I say, for racism, make it against the law. Make it against the law. If you're racist, it's illegal. It shouldn't be too hard. Hey, you make make it weed. Y'all made weed illegal, so you can make a plant illegal. You can definitely make racism, which is way deadlier than weed, illegal. Psychedelics is illegal, so why can't racism be illegal? Hate crime is illegal, 
Racism is a hate crime. I don't know. You can't tell people how to think and feel. Well, that might be right, but you have to follow the rules, just like driving in the car. You can't drive on the wrong side of the road and not expect anything to happen. Either you're going to hurt someone or you're going to get a ticket. Right? Maybe I'm wrong. Growth zone. I yield positions of power to those who otherwise are marginalized. And the last one is, I surround myself with others who think and look differently than me. So it goes, it went from, I talk to others who look different from, I, I talk to others who look and think like me, to I listen to others who think and look differently to me, to the last part is, I surround myself with others who think and look differently than me. So that was something called becoming anti-racist. And this was posted on my Twitter. And since I posted that, I posted some other stuff, you know, on my Twitter feed, I posted a video where a white guy got pulled over by some cops. He stole the taser from the cops, shot the taser at the cops, ran around and was still not shot at. Didn't get killed, none of that, right? No, none of that. Another scenario happened not too long ago in Kenosha when Jacob Blake, I believe his name, got shot seven times in the back. About three days later, some 17-year-old white boy named uh, Crittenton, uh, what was his name, Cal? Written, written something, I think his name was Cal or something. I might be right, let me make sure. I think his name is Cal. I wanna make sure though. Um, yeah, Cal Rittenhouse. So he ended up shooting three people, killing two. Now, people are saying, well, when you watch the video, you see a mob of people chasing him. He falls down and the people attack him. He turns around and shoot him, defending himself. Defending himself? How many people do y'all know that's gonna chase a person with an AR-15 and the only thing they got in their hands is a flip-flop. <laughs> Who do you know that's gonna do that? Obviously something went on. Obviously something had, had taken place that a mob of people are is chasing a guy with a gun and they have no weapon. Something went on, right? As someone else put it, that was an emotional reaction. To chase someone and you ain't got no weapon and they got a gun and you chasing them, that's emotional. Something took place. But let's, let's get past that. Let's get past that. Let's get to the point to where this guy shot three people. He killed two people. And the police did not shoot him. They did not tase him. Matter of fact, I don't even think they caught him the first day. Matter of fact, they let him walk right past them. Meanwhile, a guy with no gun, three kids in the back seat of his car, just got through being a good Samaritan and breaking up a fight, got shot in the back seven to eight times. All lives matter. So if all lives matter, why didn't this guy get shot? seven, ten times. He just got through shooting three people. All lives matter. And after that... Uh, hey, yo, part two, AI and J Kiss presenting the A6 from the wrist could tell us a straight switch. Now nah, I'm the problem, and he's the answer. Soon as you try to guard up, you ain't got a chance to stop it. Any given time, he could pop it. The NBA players at the last minute said the Milwaukee Bucks said we're not playing this game. We're going to sit out. Instead of us entertaining you, masses of people to take your mind away from shit that matters to, so that you can numb yourself. Let me dribble this ball on the court with not nobody in the stands. That's how, that's how desperate people are for entertainment. There is nobody in the stands to watch the game. And people are this dedicated still to watch the game. I need something to take my mind away from the world. It's so horrible. I don't want to change it. I want to keep it horrible. I promise you. If I pay attention to it, 
It's gonna change. It's gonna change. <laughs> yeah, man. The world is horrible because you're ignoring the shit that's going on in the world. Man. I got on Twitter and there was a woman on there who said, Can you imagine being like nine years old and Mookie Betts is your hero? And for some reason, he isn't playing tonight? So do you go to your parents and ask why the game is canceled? And what's going on? Thanks for providing the conversation, MLB slash NBA. Black Lives Matter. Keep talking. I responded to this comment because I happened to look at this post and I happened to go down to look at the comments. And there was a guy named Steven. He typed, but then the parents say, They ain't playing because police shot a man who was resisting arrest. Had warrants for rape. Were they there for warrants on his rape? Why did that matter? Was he existing arrest? Maybe. Maybe. But what was he been arrested for? Right? And he had a knife in his hand. Did he have a knife in his hand? How do you know that? And is it illegal to hold a knife in your hand? Was he lunging toward the cops with this knife? I mean, he, get, he did get shot in the back. I mean, what person do you know is stabbing people backwards? Then asked, Mom, why did the man rape a 14-year-old girl and why are celebrities praising him for doing it? Better question, why are the police being celebrated for killing black people? No matter what they did, it doesn't warrant death right on the spot without no judgment. I ain't gonna say it don't matter what they did, but it has to be very extreme. I mean, especially when you got white people shooting cops with their own tasers running around in circles doing the hokey pokey and they don't get shot especially when you got people going to a church praying with black people for a whole hour and then murdering them and he didn't get shot either matter of fact they treated him out to out to eat good job bub good job you did a great job son what do you like to eat tonight well, you know we gotta take you in, but at least let's, at least let us feed you before you go. So that's what they said, you know. And I was looking at that post, and I was like, "What the? F-? Like, are you really complaining that your kid had a didn't get to see bas- basketball or baseball? Could you imagine if the hero never did heroic shit? I mean, we love a good Marvel movie, but who's getting crushed by the crumbling buildings and the falling spaceship fragments? If kids are able to learn about twenty-eight genders. Before they are even three and told they can be a pair, this won't hurt them. They should know about what's going on in the world. I mean, at least before they decide to be an apple. Then there was another person who posted. They said, Black Lives Matter. Ryan Whittaker, 40, was shot in the back by police seconds after opening his front door. I don't see Ryan Whittaker heading training Oh, he's white. Look, the action that led to this guy being shot in the back is trending. So why can't you get behind that instead? 
I wonder if this person's ego really has them locked into the name or the color of a person instead of the fact that the whole world is paying attention now. Whitaker, I hate you lost your life, but at least light is being shed on the situation that caused you to lose your life. You know, all lives matter is the dumbest hashtag ever. If all lives matter, why aren't you attempting to help the ones that are shown don't matter? Like I said before, stop hiding behind your slogans and just be truthful and say your racism matters. All lives matter is the dumbest post. And they responded and said that more than one white person is shot to death by police in the U.S. every day. The difference being that there is only one group that cries woof and screams racial prejudice when it occurs. And I have to disagree. Because, for one, there's more than one difference. And it's not just a group calling woof, it's them pointing out the woof as it's turned into the flesh. And prejudice is when Kyle Rittenhouse murders random people and is not even shot at. While Tamir Rice, on the other hand, is shot at instantly for having a toy gun sitting in a park where kids are supposed to be. I mean, they are really out here trying to justify shit. That same guy who wrote that responded to my post and said, Kyle Rittenhouse protected himself from a group participating in an illegal protest that violently attacked him and tried to disarm him. The news has a tendency to call people committing acts of violence and burning down buildings and looting stores peaceful protesters. But I have to ask, what made it illegal? Were they protesting after the curfew? Because if that's the reason, wasn't Kyle breaking the damn law as well? But he actually murdered people, so he did double that. And if people are chasing a person with a gun, like I said it earlier in this podcast, while unarmed, it's obvious something had to take place. Just think about it, man. Would you attack a lion? Would you run up to a lion? A wild lion in the jungle? Without no weapons? How about you got blood all over you, you just gonna swamp to a shark? You bleeding? Are you gonna jump in that water with no cage, no armor, nothing? You just gonna jump in the water bleeding, huh? Yeah, the logic, man, the logic, the logic. But, you know, like I said, there's a lot going on, a lot of current events, and it just keeps getting worse. You know, I found out that the guy who played T'Challa on Black Panther, he played, played a lot of people. He played James Brown, he played Jackie Robinson, he played, like I said, T'Challa and Black Panther. He played a few more people. And, um, found out he had colon cancer and he's been fighting against it for about four years now so you know hey it's 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 rough out there yo 2020 is a year people will remember this year for years to come and it's funny because 2020 is a master number year 2-2 it's a master number and i was telling the love i like man the world is like reflecting my life I remember when I was 22, I was spiraled downhill. Gosh, man, I went from being one person to a whole different person at 22. I spiraled downhill. I was doing things I shouldn't have been doing, drinking more than I was supposed to be drinking. I started smoking. Man, I was a gigolo pretty much. Shallow how on top of that. <laughs> Gosh, man, it's like it was horrible. It was horrible. Horrible. But enough of that. Enough of that. 2020 is that year. I want to let y'all know. I, I made it out. Doing my master number 22. I made it. I made it. I made it out of that mass, that, that horrible down spiral. I made it out of that. So I'm saying we're gonna make it out of this. I mean there's a lot of distractions going on. There's a lot of distractions going on. It's an election year. There's always a lot of distractions going on during the election year. And then you have piss poor choices. You have Trump and you have Biden. Who do you pick? Who do you pick? You have Kamala Harris, Harris, and Pence. Who do you pick? Who do you pick? Right? You got that going on. You got the pandemic going on. 
people lost their jobs, people unsure about if they're gonna be able to pay their rent, people unsure they either they're gonna they're gonna get evicted. I mean that's next, right? Got food shortages. You got stores shutting down. You got stores shut down. People who's been a part of their life building a business and now it's gone forever. Got that going on. And on top of that, what people are not paying attention to is that checkmate is taking place. Checkmate. The dollar is being crashed. That's a given. So by the time they, if they ever do give reparations, it won't matter if they're going to give it to you in the dollar. It won't matter. The dollar won't be worth shit. They, they, they didn't did that. They gave all this money to their friends. Again, the corporations got bailed out not even 10 years ago, it feels like. They got bailed out. They should have learned then. Let us put stuff in place so this does not happen again. But it didn't happen. They should have enough money to put people in place to monitor their books. But it didn't happen. And we gave them all of our money once again. All the tax money. And here we are. Here they are. These Congress people getting paid like $300,000, $400,000 a week. Our money. We paying them. And they go on vacation. Why the fuck are we paying them and they going on vacation? That's what I mean by this, y'all. We need to know our role. We got to do better. Know your role. You paying them. They're not paying you. The only thing they're doing is putting policies in place. They're not paying you. All they are doing is putting policies in place. You are paying them. I mean, are you going? To, are you going to the store and buying stuff and being super nice and passive to get your items, or are you gonna be like, look, you either want my service or you don't. There's somebody out there who wants my service. Right? Like, are you begging people to take your money? Are you that desperate that you don't want to be, you don't want to have person development people? We need the government. We need the government. You don't need the government. You want the government. Just like you don't need an employer, but you want an employer. Because it's easier to have an employer. You ain't got to worry about what you got to come to work to do. You ain't got to do everybody's job. If they're not doing their shit, it ain't, your, it ain't on you. You can't, you have one position. Or maybe a multiple positions. But at the end of the day, it's not on you to make sure that business is running. So you can go home and don't care. Personal development will teach us how to treat each other. Personal development will teach us how to treat ourselves. With personal development, you know killing people is wrong. With personal development, you know distilling is wrong. But they're not going to teach you this kind of stuff because they, they want you to believe you need them. But again, they got checkmate coming up. And in the next podcast, I'm going to be talking about neons. Because we talked about neons in the podcast before this one. But I wanted to kind of get into current events in this podcast. But I do definitely want to talk about the checkmate. Because that is the checkmate, y'all. The checkmate is crash the dollar. Crash the economy. Get people very sick. Kill people. Make people fearful. Create division. Create tension. This is what you call a coup. They're creating a lot of upheaval in our country right now. And don't think they need you. Just like you might have thought they need you at the cash, as a cashier. Oh, Walmart never get rid of me. They need me to cash out these services. How are people going to get their stuff if they don't cash it out? They need me as a cashier. What did Walmart do? Walmart installed four self-checkout registers and pretty much closed down all 25 terminals and said, We don't need you. The masses are so stupid. They will go into our stores and then they will actually pay for it and check themselves out all under the guise of convenience. And we don't have to give them anything. We ain't got to give them 1% off. We ain't got to give them 10% off. We ain't got to give them nothing. 
they're that gullible. And even when there's a long line, we're going to let them know, no, don't you open up a register. We're not paying you for that. And these workers just sit there, see these long lines, and they don't never go to any of those 25 terminals to open up a register. But you know what? There's one thing about jobs that I've learned is you never should say, you're not paying me for that. I ain't doing that. That ain't my job. That ain't my job description. People who say that never hardly ever get a promotion. They hardly ever get a promotion. They hardly ever move up in the business. Because they only do the bare minimum. And Walmart capitalized on that. And now it's going to get one step further. Neons will be the next cashless cashier. I mean, we're going to get into all of this, but that's the future. That is the future. So while you're saying all lives matter and blue lives matter and fuck black lives matter, keep it up. And you're going to find out what really matters. You're going to find out what really matters. And it ain't you. Know your role.